Real JP Multimedia, proud sponsor of the Nerdball Podcast. Here to help you with all things audio, video, graphics, photo, web design. From weddings to real estate, commercial business to private use, we offer a big variety of services for almost any budget. And if we can't do it, we will find someone who can. Find us at realjp.com. That's R-E-E-L-J-P.com. Real JP Multimedia. I'm Abdul, and this is the Nerd Bold Podcast. is the Nerdball Podcast with Lorenzo Melcher. Ah, oh, nailed it, Abdul. Thanks. Uh, first of all, thanks uh, for coming on this podcast. Um, we uh, we first met you were a student worker when I was at the University of Toledo. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, and you're working to be... Uh, my life. Say it again? This time of my life. <laughs> you, were, <laughs> you were always so, like... No matter what we were going to have you do that day, you were always just like, all right, let's do it. Like, so happy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, don't man. I, I don't know if I've ever seen you mad. Yeah, I, it's very, very rarely when I get mad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just try to be positive. Yeah, well, that's good. That's good. And it was, uh, you were an awesome worker and I had no doubt that whatever you decided to do, I think, were you, go, were you trying to be an engineer? I can't remember. Yeah, I graduated with construction engineering uh, degree. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Um, so the way this podcast works is I'm just going to sit here and interview you. Uh, but the first thing I always ask um, is what's something what's something lately that you've been nerding out about? Something you're really into, if it's a movie, if it's a TV show, if it's a game you've been playing, if it's books, something you've been into. Uh, the only thing, the only caveat to this is it can't be about your job. Like it has to be something that gets you away from your job. Or if you just like to, you know, go out to this particular restaurant after every once in a while or whatever, but something that you're really into something like a hobby of yours. Can you hear me? Oh no, we tried so hard to fix this. Are you there? Yes. Do you okay. hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now. Did you hear me at all? Yes, I hear you. I, okay. I said, actually, I've been I've been uh, skydiving lately. I just got my license a couple of weeks ago. Two oh, weeks really? Ago. Yeah. Uh, I, I've been skydiving all summer. Uh, um, I started sometime. I did my first skydive two years ago in the end of the season. So in Michigan, the season starts. Uh, sometimes in May and ends sometimes in October. So okay. I did my solo skydive, not solo, I'm sorry, my first tandem skydive. Mm-hmm. And uh, two years ago, then the season was at the end. Then I did a couple skydives last year, but I did not get my license. I did not really get into it that much because I was busy with work. But uh, this summer, uh, yeah, I, well, I decided like uh, I'm going to do it. I'm going to go and I'm going to get my license. And I, I did as much as I could. And uh, yeah, I just got it two weeks ago. 
what uh what made you because i have no interest in skydiving and, and we might have even talked about this when you were working when we were working at ut you might have mentioned it um yeah what what uh what made you want to skydive i've been wanting to do it since i was in high school do you remember felix jump the guy who jumped from yes yes yeah i i was in high school at that time and i okay. was in saudi arabia uh and we did not have at that time any skydiving places. And when I saw it, I just got inspired by him, like going to the outer atmosphere and jump. I was like, hell yeah, I want to do that. I mean, I did not go as far as him. I just went 14,000K, but... Uh, oh, yeah, just 14,000. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, yeah. But... That's, yeah. Uh, do you and why do you need a license is it so you could do it by yourself um so i've been actually doing it by myself like solo but with supervision someone supervising you like an instructor okay. uh but uh now since i got my license i can i can just jump without any supervision and i can go any any place in the world and mostly any place in the world and just jump yeah enjoy the enjoy the view by yeah. myself <laughs> so so okay explain to me um so you go up, you go up an airplane how long and I, I i know it depends like how far you're you're up but typically how long are you just free falling before you pull the shoot okay uh before i deploy the parachute so i usually i usually jump from four thousand feet 14,000 feet. I'm sorry. Uh, so from 14,000, usually you have to deploy at like that, like, or I, I deployed, usually I deployed at uh, 5,000. Uh -huh. This is take you around 55, 60 seconds free falling. Oh my then God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah, 14, literally from 14,000 feet to 5,000, it's sometimes 55 seconds. Oh, it, it, uh, like it I goes, said before, it's terrified. It, so I, I'm not going to lie to you. It's scary. I feel yeah. scared every time I do it. Yeah. Every time I'm by the air, by the door, like, uh, like deciding to jump, I feel nervous somehow. Mm -hmm. but well that's one, part of it though that's part of it well yeah but yeah. that's that's what makes like that's one of the part that makes skydiving something fun or something mm -hmm. inspiring for me mm -hmm. uh but uh, once you jump once you decide to take that step yeah everything is fun there is nothing scary in life yeah. there is just fun and that's what makes you go back again and again and again yeah. yeah does uh <laughs> Uh, you're married now. Does your wife do it with you? Oh no, no, no. She, <laughs> she barely was accepting me to go skydiving. Oh, she didn't even want you to go. She did not in the beginning. No, okay. I, I was like just one jump. I'm gonna go try tandem, and she said, "Yeah, okay." Then after I came back from that day, I told her, "You know, I, I'm gonna be skydiver. I cannot just let this go. I'm gonna do it more and more." and that's yeah. awesome man yeah uh do you have your own like own gear and stuff or do you still just use wherever you're at i did not buy my gear yet i'm okay. planning 
hopefully next year because so I got my license two weeks ago it's considered the end of the season I did not want to buy a gear and just keep it for another five six months without being used yeah is it uh is it is expensive to go to jump like one time is it an expensive thing it depends like when I was a student skydiving student yeah uh, was something around 200 something uh but now since i have my license if i want to rent the gear totally like with the jump yeah uh it would be maybe 70 okay but once right. it goes down to 30 dollars maybe oh yeah but so you're sure sure i mean 30 bucks yeah 30 bucks is uh to get the, the shit scared out of you sure yeah that's great <laughs> Yeah, but the reason it's a little bit higher when you are like uh, you are a student because there is instructor jumping yeah. with you. So you got to pay you for know? like a class and stuff. Yeah, they are spending time teaching yeah. you what to do. Like yeah. there is a lot of things to learn. Yeah, and getting the license itself does not mean you're going to be like, it does not mean that you are 100% good at it. No, you, you still keep learning jump another jump like um, it's something you just gain like techniques uh skills Mm. stuff like that do do they ever like uh are you will you get to the point where you can like uh they'll teach you like tricks and stuff or are you just jumping uh i i learned some stuff i learned how to turn how to track how to uh how to uh dock this stuff like very necessarily to learn before you get your license okay but advanced tricks i i still did not learn anything yet okay all right yeah that's that's awesome man i I, like i said i knew you wanted to do it because you you had mentioned it uh when we were sitting you know in lunch or something so i'm I'm glad that you're doing that you're doing that and and you know and still uh you know getting like you're getting your license you're gonna buy gear eventually so that that's awesome man that's great yeah Yeah. thank you thank you uh so you you mentioned you're from saudi arabia you you were born in saudi arabia yeah, I was born and raised in Saudi Arabia. And um, can you can you explain or just say like, uh, well, first of all, when did you when did you come over to the United States? Uh, it was two thousand end of two thousand fifteen. Okay, for for college specifically. Yeah, I came for college. Okay, all right. So you're in Saudi Arabia. What's where where you're living at specifically? Like, what's uh, what's like a a typical day i would assume it's pretty it's it could be pretty typical to us but if it's not like i want to know like what's what's different about living in saudi arabia as opposed to here for you not for anybody else but just specifically for you um that's a good question um living in saudi arabia um it's it's like there was nothing like um, challenging in Saudi Arabia for me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? This is how I put it. Like my life was very normal in Saudi Arabia. Like I have my family there. I have uh, I have a house there. I did not have to pay for my family paid for. I have mm. I'm going to college. I, I did college in Saudi Arabia okay. um, before I decide to come to the United States, um, waking up in the morning, uh, um, 
my club my house the housekeeper like uh, waking up waking me up in the morning uh, my clothes are ready to go to school uh, waking up going to school finishing school come back home eat dinner and just like literally that's going out after that doing something uh that's basically the atypical day for me in, in saudi arabia and the weekend um going hanging out with friends or something uh, i got to the point where i i just like got bored of that i did not want to do it anymore i wanted something challenging i wanted something different i wanted to do my stuff uh by myself you know, you know what i'm saying yeah yeah so i it- i, I decided I decided to move did somewhere. You, yeah, yeah. Did you yeah. Uh, did you play any sports in, in high school? I played soccer. Not in high school, not for school itself. I mean, I played in school, but there was not like something uh, like here, like where they do like uh, competitions and stuff yeah. like that. But I played soccer ball for like every day of my life. So you just played like like with your friends recreationally? Yeah, with my friends in the neighborhood yeah. or stuff like that yeah we got yelled at a lot of times ever because we used to hit their car the soccer ball <laughs> i'm sure, yeah. I'm sure. well what's this? this is my house this is our neighbor house yeah the street between <laughs> us we just make the field and just play soccer ball yeah well this it's, it's yeah <laughs> well that's how i mean even now my kids play in the street they play football uh yeah. american football and they'll throw that or they'll play baseball with tennis balls and every once in a while i'll walk out there and they're hitting it and it hits uh goes across the street and hits the house across the street i'm like all right guys like we gotta let's focus on what we're doing here you know so yeah it's the same thing it's it's uh kids wanting to be yeah. kids and and uh parents sometimes don't like it yeah yeah but yeah. now if you if you if you ask me to play soccer ball i'm really bad at it because i lost i i have not played soccer ball for like five years Oh really? Yeah. Did you w- when you came over here? Did you find places to play at all, or, or I played you... on twice. Oh okay. I came here like at UT at University of Toledo. Like yeah. they have a soccer ball field. Okay. But you know you just get busy with life. Uh, you get, get busy with school, then yeah. work. You just just no time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Do you have uh, brothers and sisters? Yes, I have, I have two brothers and one sister. Where Where do you fall along in there? Are you in the middle? Are you oldest, youngest? I am in the middle. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Do you feel so? I'm a middle child, also. Um, do you feel that? And it's very. When I talk to other people who are middle kids, they it's like uh, firstborn. Everyone loves the firstborn, and then the next is the baby. Like, oh, here that's the baby of the family, and then the middle is just like. Yep, they're there doing doing whatever. Like, do you feel like uh, not neglected, but just like, um, like nah? It's hard to say because it sounds so negative. Hits. What's that? I, I the middle child takes all the hits. Oh, the- <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, explain. Like, like, what do you like for you? Your like, younger well, brother it? makes mistake, you get blamed for it <laughs> because he's. <laughs> Your older brother just when we are kids, he just give you the orders, you know. Yep. Yeah, you're That's right. How yeah. We, okay, probably even here, you know. Like oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. You're just like you don't know what's going on sometimes. It's like being in middle management at a company. You're just like the boss. The <laughs> boss gives you orders, and then your direct reports 
always just uh, when they mess up, it's your it's your fault. Yeah, yeah, and your older brother always micromanages you. You know, yeah. oh, you didn't do this that way. You didn't, you know, yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, well, yeah, we get it. We get it. So yeah, yeah but it's... after you hit in Saudi Arabia or the nineteen, your older brother, you can stop him from micromanaging you. Yeah, like one time, I brother, don't tell me what to do. How'd that you go? know what I'm saying? I mean, he got pissed at me, but <laughs> you gotta sit your ground. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's good. That's good. I, uh, I think for me, I. I got out of that because I got bigger than my brother. Um, so at, at some point he decided, he's like, well, I'm, we're getting older and he's bigger. So we'll just, I'll just let it go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so you, you grew up until, so how old were you when you, when you left Saudi Arabia? I was, I believe I was 22 years old. Okay. 22, 23. Yeah. And you knew, because uh, you said you went to college in Saudi Arabia, you knew you wanted to be an engineer then too? Yeah, I actually, in Saudi Arabia, I got a associate degree in civil engineering. Okay. Then um, I could finish my bachelor degree there and then like just continue with it. But uh, I had to change my major to construction engineering here uh, in, in USA because they transferred more credit to me oh. than I did civil engineering here. And they are very close majors to each other. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, I did I did two years there before I come to the USA. So when you when you decided like, hey, I'm gonna go to the USA, I'm gonna I'm gonna study something, study some sort of engineering, how did you decide, hey, I'm going to the University of Toledo? So here is the thing. Uh when when uh when I started applying for colleges, I did not. My younger brother did. He did me a really good favor. Uh, oh, he, he, applied, not, he applied for you? Yeah, I did not know English at that time. Oh, he knew English. Okay. Yeah, my English was zero. All I know, hi, my name's Abdul. That's all I know when I first came here. It okay. was really hard. Oh, yeah, I would imagine. Yeah. So he, he started applying for colleges in the USA. And... Uh, University of Toledo was one of the universities that transfers uh, transferred the most credit for me okay. from my associate degree. So he told me, yeah, this college transferred like at least one year for you. I was like, yeah, let's, let's, let's do it. And I started searching online like uh, uh, Toledo, like to see photos uh, of, of the city. I want to see how nice is it. And they put a really nice photo in, in the, in the, for the downtown that looks like California. Like it looks like downtown California or like yeah. uh, Los Angeles or something. And uh, like that uh, bridge. And I was like, wow, that's that's really nice city. I'm, I'm excited to go there. Then the first time I came here to the downtown, I was like, what is that bridge? <laughs> 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 the downtown does not have anyone. Like, oh, what's going on? Oh, that's so funny. Yeah. yeah, but I love it. I love it here in Toledo. It's it's home now. Well, good, good. Yeah, th that's yeah. a. I I always wonder. Um, I mean, I like Toledo too. I grew up in Toledo. Uh, I moved when I was fourteen. Um, I bought a house. My first house with my wife was in Toledo. Uh, we lived there for about three years, then moved back to Perrysburg, where where I'm from, and um, 
and now I work in Toledo. Uh, I love it. I know uh, people give it a bad rap a lot. And, you know, like every bigger city, there, there are bad things that happen. But, you, I mean, it's every city, right? Every, every city yep. is going to have something like that. But what I enjoy, especially because I work for the Metro Parks, is we are actively trying to, to better our community. And being involved with the Metro Parks, I meet a lot of people who are also trying to better their community. And I know, so I know there's people out there wanting to be there. And there's people like you, like, like you come in, you're like, hey, what is this? This is false advertising. But then after a while, you you learn to love it. And like you said, it's home now. And, and those are the people I want to be associated with. Like these are the people that, yes, this is home. And I want to help it. I want to do as best I can for my community. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so you were, uh, so you came over here with zero English, besides, yeah. like you said, being able to to say hi. My name is Abdul. How how were you able to navigate going to, to did you go to school right away? Like, how were you able to navigate going to school not knowing English? Ah uh, man, dude, that that was like crazy so what's happened is the first day i came here you are talking about college right correct so when they accepted me they gave me conditional admission they told me okay you are accepted but you have to learn this level of english oh okay before you before you start college and university of toledo have english school like there is english school in it oh so I went to the English school for a year uh, and they made me a test and I passed it. Then they, like after a year, I did the test, I passed it. They told me, oh, okay, you are ready for college. But yeah. the first day in college, I did not understand anything my professor was saying. So I was not really good, but they told me you are good to go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And one year is not enough to learn a language. That's no, I would Yeah. Yeah. I the first one and a half to two semesters in college, I promise you, Lorenzo, I did not understand anything. The professor was <laughs> I didn't know how did I pass. I just was studying extra hours to yeah. understand what's going on. Like my translation like app was all the time with me, like mm -hmm. using it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but uh, it, it was a good experience. Well, yeah, now it's your English is excellent. You know, I, I would always... Um... I always say like I would hate to like come from a different country because the English here is so difficult and we just I know it because obviously I grew up here and I, and I speak it but if you look at just certain words and certain phrases and, and how we do things it's it's in order to to be really good at it, it you just like you said it, it takes a long time and I would it, it, it had to be so difficult just to learn just to learn the language to be able to go to school. And actually, Lorenzo, like, I, I appreciate ALI, the, the American, um, the English program in, in UT. They, mm -hmm. they helped me. Yeah. But most of the help or most of the skills or the language I learned, not from school, the English school itself. Yeah. I learned it from communicating with people. Mm -hmm. like, like, I got to the point where, like, I'm not learning anything. I have to like I have to get out of my comfort zone and just talk with people. Mm -hmm. uh, even if they're gonna make fun of me, I was this is how I I, I was telling myself. Even if they're gonna make fun of me, even if some people are gonna ignore it, I'm just gonna go and talk with everyone. And as you know, like I'm very like social person. I yeah. talk with everyone. Uh, I just started going and talking with people. Like whenever I see somebody, I just talk with them. 
you know, not not somebody busy, like uh, let's say in a social basis, like yeah, you yeah. are at a bar, for example, uh, you, you just go and talk with people. That's what really helped me learning the language, not, not the school itself sure. by itself. Yeah. And that's, I mean, that's the, the, I think at the same time, the easiest way and hardest way, because, because that's when you're going to learn exactly how people use the language, but it's hard because like you said, you just got to go up to people and do it. And an added thing for you, because I know for me, um, whenever I go places and I've talked about it before, but whenever I go places, I like to see if there's people there that look like me because I like, I'm more comfortable. Right. So, so when there, when there's people that aren't there that look like me, it's, it's, I, I'm the same way as you. Like I'm a social butterfly. I'll talk to anybody, but it's a little more difficult. And for you the same way, like I would imagine be trying to learn English with your accent was even like an extra step. Like, like, oh, how, yeah. are, are they even going to like yeah. be nice to me? You know? <laughs> so, so was did that even cross your mind? Like, when I go talk to this person, is it going to be? Is it even going to start off okay? Um, I it's weird. I never thought about it. Well, that's good. That's good. Yeah, I, I, I mean, there was a couple of times where I, I was like just talking with someone, and they, like, they show no interest. I just okay. Yeah. Uh, thank you. And, you know, it just, it does not really, I never thought about it that way. Well, that's like good. I, that's good. I care that much. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so you, uh, you come here your first couple of years, your couple of semesters, you're, you're uh, struggling to get by because you're learning the language and you're going to classes. Uh, but you still managed to pass. Like you said, you, you don't know how, but you did anyway. So as you're, um, as you, you, you switched to, uh, what'd you say? Construction engineering. Um, that's when you came over here and you're, that's what you're going to school for. And when you were, when you're getting towards the end, cause you started, you working for us, um, as a groundskeeper, but when you're getting towards the end, I'm, I'm assuming there's like, um, internships and that kind of stuff. Did you, did you have to do any of those things? I did not do internship. No, oh, I, okay. I operation program when I was in Saudi Arabia, but I did not do internship, uh, in the USA. Okay. All right. How did you find, um, or how did you go about looking for a job when you were graduate, when you, when you were done or, or did, was that something that started even before you graduated? I did actually, after I graduated, um, I did not work for a whole year because I was applying for my immigration status to be changed. Mm -hmm. Okay. And COVID happened that time when I graduated and it got delayed because of COVID. Yeah. So it got delayed a whole year. Uh, and I could not work. I was not allowed to work. Like if you are applying for immigration, um, you cannot work at that period of time until they give you a green card. So So what'd you do in I, that time? What is it? What'd you do? I know it was COVID, so there wasn't a lot going on, but what it to like to to not be able to work because I even I was still able to work. We just had to work around, you know, do what we could do with COVID. But like, what'd you do in that in that year period? I, so what I used to do, uh, I used to talk to my friends. Hey, uh, if you want, uh, like, for example, if you want me to help you with your car working on it, I would come work with you. Uh, if, um, like, for example, I started studying for my FE exam, 
Uh, I, I did not take it yet. Uh, it's it's so much to learn still. Um, I started uh, um, like doing some other activity. There is like, I, I try to make myself as busy as possible because yeah. staying at home for like long periods of time was not, was not something fun to do. Yeah. And I do not like to stay at home. <laughs> no, I would imagine. I would imagine, yeah. Yeah, so I... <laughs> I was trying as much as I can to make myself busy at least six hours a day. Okay. All right. Um, so you, you have to wait a whole year before you can even, you know, start looking for a job. So after that, you know, after that happens, you, uh, you up just start applying for all kinds of places or did you kind of know what you wanted or where you wanted to go? That's what I did. Uh, I got my green card today, for example, mm-hmm. at the same day I applied for FedEx. <laughs> To become like, uh, to become like, a, uh, what is it called, package handler? Because okay, if I yeah. apply for a job in my in my in my field, it's gonna take me at least a month or two, you know. Mm-hmm. So I applied for FedEx, and after three days, I got my job as yeah. a package handler. And I applied for uh, what is it called, uh, uh, DoorDash. Oh, okay. Yeah, and. I started on both of them like after three days and I started applying for like jobs in my field. And actually it took me only three weeks until I found, I got my interview and I got accepted. Like I got, they, they gave me an offer and I, I, I accepted it. And uh, yeah, it just was literally Lorenzo, literally every day I applied for a company, at least one company. Oh, wow. I, yeah. That was like the minimum limit for me yeah i have to apply for a company at least once a day did you know did you know like this is the when you were doing that i want to work for this company or you were just looking for an engineering job i was looking for like yeah project management job i okay. wanted to be a project manager got it okay okay yeah. yeah and i i just started applying like construction companies like uh oh and just I, I did not know any company specifically and I actually was really nervous and I was like I was like very like anxious about it like yeah. uh, am I gonna find a job but it, it's it's a very like very stressful time of your life when you finish school and you want to get a job and uh, yeah but thankfully after like three weeks I got a job uh, oh nice uh, yeah. I, I want to go back to your FedEx job because I worked at UPS for a summer as a, I was a unloader. So I unloaded trucks at the facility. Oh, what, what, you what? I was unloading too. Were you? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I did it in the summer and those trucks would sit out in the parking lot in the heat for all day. And then they back up and you got to unload it fast. Um, how, how did you, I would have, I mean, you, you just enjoy everything, but how did that job go for you? Like that FedEx I mean, job? honestly. I was wishing to stay a little bit more. Yeah. So I can't, because I was losing weight. I was like, yeah. I was building muscles. Like I felt good. Like the first week. Yeah. I was not good because I was, I was working every day, like 10 hours maybe. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but like after like the first week, the pain starts going, the nice pain, you know, that, that beautiful pain where you go to the gym and you start like the muscles start yeah. like warming up. Yeah, after a week, I start feeling good and like I start losing weight, but uh, it was good. I, I loved it. Yeah, yeah. 
yeah, yeah. I, I didn't mind it i worked with a friend too so we would we would carpool together and we worked you know sometimes we'd work side by side but, but uh i didn't mind it but it was just after a while uh oh, yeah there was a couple of days where i was like get me out of here i didn't <laughs> want to stay here I, yeah 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 i mean my my shift was weird like i, I stopped at 11 p.m and leave in the morning oh so you work third shift yeah. Yeah, and yeah. there was time where I like did not do the whole shift because I was just tired, you know, exhausted. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> it was it was fun, fun days. Yeah, yeah. If you do want it to come back, I would tell you, hell no, no. I, <laughs> but I mean, <laughs> yeah. No, I, I, I get it. I understand. It was like, like you said, I, I agree. It was fun. It was some days was were good. Some days were bad, but. But, you know, it's one of those jobs where it was like a college job. So just for a summer, we did it, you know, while, while we were back from school. Yeah. Um, but, they uh, yeah. good, too. Yeah. Yeah, it was bad. Yeah. Um, so, but then, but luckily, it sounds like it was a, I know you had to, like, apply every day. But three weeks um, seems like a, a pretty quick to find a, a project manager job that you wanted. Um, is that the job? Yeah. Assistant project manager, though. Okay, all right. So yeah. I was just gonna ask: Is that the job you currently have? Then. Yes. Okay. All right. And, and what is that for you? What is that? Uh, what does that entail? I mean, I know there's a lot of details, but like, just on the surface level, like, what do you do? So assistant pro. So I work for a demolition company. Okay. Uh, assistant project manager usually uh, assist the manager, the project manager with scheduling, uh, like what I do, like scheduling, reporting. We want to make sure, for example, uh, that the project ends at the, at the planned time with no delays, uh, with the same budget. You know, all these factors are important in project management. Yeah. And that's, that's what I love, project management. Uh, that's what I want, why I wanted to be a project manager. It's, there is a lot of challenges keeping the project in the same budget with the same time no delays i mean delays happen sometimes yeah uh, uh like putting uh, the plan on the um like putting the plan as perfect as possible mm -hmm. uh you're gonna start with this building you're gonna end up with this building you know what i'm saying yep uh, uh with a lot of challenging like the weather sometimes the weather delays you sometimes uh the machinery like uh, the machines uh you know what I'm saying? The labors, and uh, <clears throat> that's basically what I do. Like uh, uh, keep tracking of the schedule, uh, reporting, uh, planning. I write plans sometimes. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's 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 basically what I do. I uh, so I, I work like I said. I work for the Metro Parks, and we're building a, a new park downtown, and that's the the park that I manage. Um, so every week or every other week I sit in a, in a meeting cause we use, uh, we use, have a general contractor that we use and the amount of information that they have to be in control of, like you said, planning and scheduling, all that stuff, whether who's doing what, when, when are people coming in, you know, because building it's, you know, how you have all these different trades, you, you know, you gotta, well, we can't, the painters can't come in until the carpenters are done and the carpenters can't come in until their electricians are done. Like just lining up all these things. And then all it takes is one delay or this company can't get the machine or parts that they need or, you know, and then everything gets pushed back. And it's, uh, so it's, 
it seems um i don't know if i could do it because it seems like so dependent on other people and other things to go right you know and and like i just like well i just want to clean my park and have people come to the park but it's it seems like it could be a headache sometimes it is it is uh um it's it's like and it depends on the team too like you need to have a good team working with you yeah you know what i'm saying it's a teamwork it's like it's not you by yourself yeah and i love working with teams Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying uh i believe if the team is good it's a big success yeah and that's i mean that's that's something that uh, I know whenever you get an interview, you're like people always ask, do you like working by yourself or do you like working with teams? And, and for me, I always, I, I always say both because I, I'm trying to, I'm trying to get hired here. So yeah, I want to work, but I, but same thing with you. I love working with people. Um, you know, either if it's someone, either I'm in the group where someone's telling us what to do, or I'm the person telling, you know, saying what to do, but it's, we're still one team and I, I enjoy that part of, of my job. Yeah. Yeah, and I would imagine you do too, because you love talking to everybody. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, I, I remember when we were at UT. B- before we wrap up here, I do want to. Uh, when we were at UT, um, you, you, I think, I think you got engaged when we were there. Yes. Right. Yeah. Okay. And now you're married, right? Yeah. 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 So, uh, congratulations on that. I know we haven't seen each other in a while, but I, I remember yeah. you, you uh, getting engaged while you were working with us. Yeah, I, I remember uh, you guys all. Uh, I was preparing in front of you all. Yeah, I, that's right. I do. <laughs> I was so nervous, man. It's it's nerve wracking because um, usually when and this is how I felt. Usually, I'm I like I'm almost a hundred percent sure she's gonna say yes because I've known this woman that I'm gonna ask to marry me for four years, and in my case. You know, but it's still a nervous thing. And I don't think it's the fact that I think she's going to say no. I just think it's something you do one time. Hopefully you do one time and you want it to, you want it to be awesome. You want it to be the best and you want her to really like it. And you all, oh, the, the ring has to be this and you, the, where's the place and all that you want everything to be perfect. And I think for me, that's what was nerve wracking about it. I just wanted everything to be like the best it could be. Yeah. But I, I do remember you like talking <laughs> Now that you said it, talking to us about it. Yeah, I was like, uh, Jesse, I was like sitting in my knees to him and tell him like, <laughs> I was like preparing everything. Yeah, because in Saudi Arabia, it does not work where I grew up. It does not work that way. Oh, no? And like, okay, I want to do it the American way. My yeah. wife is American. I have yeah. to do it the American way. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I have to sit in my knees and I have to get the ring out. Okay, what about if the ring fell down? What about I have to know where I'm sitting then? Because it was like a lot of... Uh, and then like speaking the words, it was easy to read it. But seeing it was like, what was really like, yeah. And honestly, like, when I was preparing, <laughs> when I was preparing to you guys, I was saying everything perfectly. When it happened, actually, I forgot half of it. <laughs> I, I'm serious. Like, <laughs> did you did you hand her the uh, like a couple of days later? Like, here's what I'm what I was actually supposed to say. <laughs> I, I I think yeah, I told her that. Uh, but but 
I'm sure she loved it regardless of what you were supposed to say or what you and what you actually said. Actually, it's funny. She told me yes before I even asked her. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> wait, wait. How'd that happen? <laughs> how did that happen? Like, I was just like trying to talk. And, you know, sometimes oh. like sometimes with my accent, with my, my language, like, like it take me a second to say something then she, she just was like oh yes 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 and i was like okay here you go <laughs> uh you mentioned it's different in saudi arabia how is it different um in saudi arabia if, i mean the culture is different uh you, oh. you basically your family gonna go see somebody for you and then you're gonna okay. go see that person and uh then like from the beginning you guys know you're gonna you're gonna get married with each other. Okay. Then you're gonna go by the rings, and you're not gonna sit in your knees. You're just gonna give it to her, and she's gonna give you your ring. But here, you're gonna meet someone. You're gonna fall in love with them. Then you're gonna go from post to them. It, it's more fun here. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I I agree. <laughs> it's challenging. Until the day you propose, you know, you are not sure if you guys are gonna be together or not. <laughs> Because that, maybe at some point she's going to tell you now when you propose. <laughs> so I would, uh, I would, um, I would propose a thousand times before I would ever skydive. <laughs> That's how scary skydiving. <laughs> even um, though, even though proposing is so nerve wracking, I never jump out of an airplane. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's it's scary, but it's fun. I would propose to somebody that I would know would was gonna say no before I jumped out of an airplane. <laughs> yeah, I, I. You should give it another uh, thought, though. Oh, Abdul, I don't know. No maybe, way. Maybe, I... maybe if you ever become an instructor, I'll, I'll go to you. <laughs> yeah, but I don't think I actually can jump with you because you are bigger than me. <laughs> No. <laughs> well maybe maybe you're just in the you're giving a class and then you could be in the plane and i'm jumping with somebody else okay <laughs> sounds good <laughs> well abdul uh it was awesome to see you uh we, you we yeah it's I'm, I'm so glad you're doing well um everything's working out for you uh thanks for coming on the podcast um Absolutely. that's my pleasure yeah, at some point, well, maybe we can get together and, and grab a bite to eat or something. Because uh, I, I remember when, when you were in school, you ran into us at a bar when we were down, table 44. Uh, do, you, yep. do you remember that? Yeah, I remember that day. Yeah, I met that, your wife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, uh, that was fun. So so maybe we'll get together sometime. But uh, thanks again, man. This was awesome. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you, Lorenzo. Thank you for uh, having me here. Thanks, everybody, for checking out this episode of the Nerdball Podcast. Please rate, review, and subscribe. Wherever you're hearing this, on any of the podcatchers, on YouTube, hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode. We're kind of coming at you two times a week now, audio and video. Check us out on all the social medias. Just search the Nerdball Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. We're out there. Uh, Gmail is thenerdballpodcast at gmail.com. If you want to shoot us an email, we'll be happy to get back to you. Thanks to Real JP Multimedia, Cuttlefish Graphics, Perrysburg Junior High STEM Lab, and Big Daddy Graphics for helping out the podcast. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.